thrilling party happening, people. You know what time it is. It's time for Pizza. And welcome to episode 103, part 3 of Geeksters. I'm your host, Ed. I am your host, a very busy Sean all of a sudden. That's how I'm You have two devices in your hands I'm, and you're talking. I'm holding my iPad, my iPod so I can keep track of the, the, the music intro so I can pause it at the right moment so it doesn't slip to the next song. <laughs> and then I got a text on my phone from the, from the little lady. And I'm like, I hope it's something, everything's okay. It's just a little kissy face. But I'm trying to do that, and I'm and and I'm talking at the same time. time right? <laughs> it was a juggling act, people, and you never would have known if Ed didn't say something. <laughs> He's multitasking. I'm multitasking. See, yeah, 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 yeah. So anyway, welcome back. Yep. Um, hit your pals, Ed and Sean, here at Geeksters, giving the breakdown, giving the four one one on this week's episode. What? <laughs> it's funny when Ed tries to be gangster. I am so white. <laughs> he's so white, he's almost clear. <laughs> Fuck is translucent. <laughs> Makes him the perfect spy. During the day, at least. <laughs> at night. Blindingly. <laughs> What's that bright light? Oh, it's just that. <laughs> That's no light. <laughs> it is I, the white shadow. <laughs> <laughs> I am Moon Knight. Why do you call him that? Assless chaps. <laughs> and I defend the city from evildoers by shining the spotlight of my butt cheeks on them. What? <laughs> Nice halt, criminal. Look at that moon. That's no moon. <laughs> it's funny. It's got craters. <laughs> That's cellulite. <laughs> He's got the secretary spread going on. He can cover a three-block radius. <laughs> you see him hang on streetlights. What's up? <laughs> I can't see. Everyone's going, what the fuck are they talking about? <laughs> talking about Ed's white ass. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> All right, that. <laughs> yeah. So um, here in part three, we continue Erica's tale of Dragon Con. So it's actually part three, but yet part two. There you go. Oh. It's called the Geekception. <laughs> it's a show within a show, and we're talking about that show on this show. <laughs> See what? I- <laughs> My mind was just blown. That's right. So we continue on with Erica's story about Dragon Con. We give a little tips, and I well, I think I put more fun at it than you do. Yeah. You know. Um. So yeah. So hang in there for the shenanigans we see at the end. Yeah. And we're back, ladies and gentlemen. You're listening to Geeksters Live on AquanetRadio.com. iTunes Radio, tune in to iHeartRadio. Just search Aquanet Radio on those apps. All right, so where we last left, Erica was talking about her Dragon Con a weekend. So, we have already gone through the lines. Yes. All right, 
So now you get into the place. I get into the place. So Friday we did two panels. Um, we did professionalism in the paranormal field. That was a panel my sister was interested in. She wanted to see um, professional ghosts. Ghost hunters. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Paranormal like, investigators. I'm sorry. Like, yes, hello. I am. Uh, you see a ghost wanders up in a suit and tie. Like, <laughs> I yes, like to apply for the job to haunt your house. And uh, <laughs> here's my credentials. I've been dead for a hundred years, and I've haunted some of the most popular spots, like uh, haunted mansion in Disney World. That was me. <laughs> um, poltergeist. I was the one in the closet. <laughs> <laughs> so we did that and that actually was really a, an interesting panel um, <laughs> that one um so it was I, I forget the name of the group but they were um they were talking about like how they actually go out to people's houses like if you're looking into setting up your own paranormal investigation team like what should you do what should you not do things not to do don't go into places illegally <laughs> not not go walking around like anybody home hello boo <laughs> <laughs> Just um, watch uh, Ghost Hunters and you'll find out what not to do. Well, actually, <laughs> actually that's part of the reason my sister went because we were watching Ghost Hunters and I'm sitting there going, this is the biggest pile of crap yeah. ever. Uh-huh. You know, and it's, it, I, I had a huge issue with it and I have a lot of friends who are skeptics. I do believe in ghosts. I have a lot of friends who are skeptics who don't. And I'm sitting there watching this going, this is exactly why my friends uh, who are skeptics think that... People who believe in ghosts are a bunch of crackpots. Yeah, I mean, I'm always on the fence. I mean, I believe in the paranormal. Mm -hmm. I just don't believe that they're going to spend their time haunting shit. Like, they're not going to be like, hey, boo, look, I'm rearranging your furniture. Ooh, scary. (laughs) I'm sure they got other shit to do. Like, you know. Yeah, so, I mean, that, so there was that. Um, And then we went to, I'm taking a look at my schedule to remind me. Um, We went to one called Gears, Goggles, and Brass. And that was a steampunk panel. That was real again, really well done. Um, one of the guys from an, uh, I think it was the last season of Face Off was there, um, talking about doing steampunk um, cosplays. Uh, a guy who he's written two books, and I have it written down, unfortunately, in my other book. Um, but he he was showing this um, this like arm piece that you could wear. You know, that's steampunk. It's all brass and leather, and um, it has, like, a, a piston on it and, a, like, a dial that actually moves when you move the arm. And uh, he was saying how that piece – people commission him to make that piece, and it is $2,100. Wow. Because of all the work that goes into it. Sure. You yeah. Know? I mean, it is metal, riveted together, you know, the piston, the whole nine. So um, – but he did put together a book to – um, teach you how to actually do it yourself. So I'll find the book and I'll post it to our Facebook page. Um, and that was pretty much it for that day. We only did the two panels. And the thing is, if you look at my schedule, my schedule was jam-packed. Like the whole day we had stuff planned from beginning to end and like three and four panels overlapping each other. <laughs> there is a shit ton to do there. Um, unfortunately, since we were staying 22 miles away, right? you know, it was the issue of, you know, there's three adults and one toddler and we're basically on the toddler schedule. Right. <laughs> so, and that coupled with the fact that I was helping my brother-in-law finish his cosplay. Um, 
So that hero is a cosplay. He's kind of kind of accurate. I would guess kind of as much as I was goofing on, going, "How fucking ill prepared are you if you're sitting in your hotel room sewing when you got all this activity going?" Like at some point, I mean, I understand the concept mm-hmm. behind wanting to show off your work and stuff mm-hmm. like that, but you also shelled out a shit ton of money yeah. to go to this show and you spend half of it in a hotel room. Yeah, come on, like right. now, Grant. I mean, and again, this is from. You know, watching here is a cosplay, but also keeping in mind that a lot of it is edited down. Right. You know, I mainly did the the stitching and stuff overnight. Right. Um, and the challenge that I ran into was that, uh, you know, my brother-in-law had picked up the pieces and then asked me if I would be able to help him with it. And I was like, yeah, sure. You know, not thinking it was going to be as labor intensive as it was um, because I didn't realize that. Nobody expected. Yeah, that's kind of, yeah. Um, Because the issue that I ran into was the fact that my sister had brought her sewing machine up when when she came to visit last and left it here for my mom so that she wouldn't have to ship it to Korea when she gets deployed. So I had to hand stitch every fucking thing. Nice. And I had to make the mask. And I wanted to die. (laughs) So, and... So what my brother-in-law had done, he was two-gun kid and who's a, a Marvel character, like a second or third tier Marvel character. Uh, fourth tier? Yeah. It, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> so, but the reason he wanted to do that and the reason why he recommended Maria Hill to me was on Saturday night, there was an Avengers ball. Okay. So he was like, you know, it'd be great. You know, you go as an agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. I'll go as two-gun two kid. My sister was going to go um, as Wasp. Um and then my nephew, a white Anglo-Saxon Protestant. No, the, the, <laughs> the, the... I want to go shopping. <laughs> <laughs> no, the... this is my husband Biff. And we here up in the Hamptons. <laughs> di- 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 different walks. Oh, sorry. Um, so <laughs> she was gonna do that. Well, Did she have a black eye. <laughs> <laughs> well, so what happened was, um. Yeah. <laughs> So what happened was the Avengers ball started at, I think, like nine o'clock. And yeah, by five o'clock, we were done, you know, between walking and the lines and my nephew. God, love I love my nephew, but he is two and a half and he is one big bundle of energy. Oh, yeah. But he gets to take a nap whenever he wants. (laughs) So and then he wakes up and he's ready to go again. (laughs) Sounds like me. (laughs) Yeah, but you're not getting pushed around by your parents and your aunt. No. So by like five o'clock, we I would hire somebody too. Uh, so yeah, so we were done. I think we left at the latest. We stayed the one day was like maybe six or seven. Big giant stroller. That'd be fucking great cosplay. Oh it? My God. <laughs> That'd be amazing. I'm a, a baby Huey just kind of sitting there. While someone's pushing me around, a little, a, you know, that would be amazing. Especially stroller. with the hills around. Have you been to Atlanta? No. There are hills. My experience hills with it. that it is like I, I, my my ass got the greatest workout pushing my nephew in that stroller. I learned all I needed to learn about uh, Atlanta by watching Walking walk Dead. <laughs> well, if you ever see a street where zombies are maybe falling down it because it's so steep, right. yeah, those were the streets around where the hotels were. Nice, so nice. a lot of hills. Great workout, you know, but. Um. Yeah. Okay. So what did so, you see so there? Yeah. Saw those two panels Friday, Saturday. 
um, was a very special treat. My brother-in-law paid for me and my sister get our picture taken with Patrick Stewart. Aww. So that and that's part of the reason I decided not to cosplay on Saturday, um, because I wanted to look nice in the picture with Patrick Stewart. Right. So and I I had just found out the night before. Because Saturday, like I said, was the Avengers ball. I was going to go as Maria Hill, and I was like, I don't. As much as I love Patrick Stewart and I love my cosplays, I don't want to be in a picture with him right. in costume. You, you don't want to look back ten years from now and see yourself dressed yeah. as you know agent hill or something and yeah. someone going why were you dressed like that because it'll probably just be a blink in the in the microcosm yeah so um i had actually gone to target a couple of days before i found a really nice black dress i just wore very simple black dress um my sister was wearing her um claudia cosplay but you can't tell there's a claudia cosplay it just looks like a jacket so right. um so we did that and then we also managed to club together enough money to get my uncle's dvd signed oh, cool. um because everybody i checked with said yeah don't worry they take credit cards for the autographs lies all fucking lies wow. so i was originally going to get three autographs one for me one for my uncle and one for my neighbor's husband right I, we were only able to get the one for my uncle because that's all the cash that we had. Um, so I, that was very disappointing for me. Yeah. Um, so what we had done was, I think it was 1 o'clock, was, or 12.30, sorry, was our ticket to get in line. Right. And, it, it, I mean, it was like, it was moving. Right. Very, very efficient. Which, when we said that to uh, Dave Sipon, he was amazed. Because when he was at Comic-Con, when Patrick Stewart came that year, yeah. it, he was like, waiting in line for like two hours. Yeah. yeah. And that's what I expected. I right. think we waited in line for our photo for a half hour. All right. But it was just, you know, in, great to meet you, click, goodbye. Yeah. You know? Um, so, but they told us it's like a half hour to an hour to come to get the photos. So we were like, okay. So we went, we got lunch, we came back. And that's when we decided to try and club together the money for my uncle because since my uncle's the one who got me into science fiction and yeah. got me especially star trek we really wanted to do this and my uncle was really disappointed when i texted him and told him they only take cash and i can't put it on my card right so you know that's plus he also gave you something specifically to get he signed. did he gave me um a copy of the blu-ray of chain of command right to get that's signed a, there are four lights <laughs> so i and i resisted the urge to get him to say that um you're listening to geeksters yes his geeks stars <laughs> so actually so we go back and it was like about 2 30 or so by the time my brother-in-law went and got the picture and came back and we got the money and um i'm sorry it was like 3 30 right so and patrick stewart was there from 2 30 to 4 30 signing autographs so we're like okay well let's go find the room that he's in there was no line wow for patrick wow. stewart's autograph None. There was one person in front of us. The only thing I could think of, because the only thing I personally think of is that maybe, like, I don't know how many times he's gone to Dragon Con. Because I noticed that, that. Well, he had said before he was never going to do a convention again. So, and that's why me and my sister were like, we need to do this. Like, right. Period. Um, but I think part of it, too, was we had gone back. We had gone back at 2.30. That's what happened. So there was an issue with the photo. Um, and we had to go back again. So two thirty, we go back, we pick up the photo. Um, the line is out the door yeah. for Patrick Stewart, and we weren't surprised. But right. again, we didn't have the money, so 
we deal with the photo issue, um, which we're still still kind of dealing with the photo issue, but um, we dealt with it as much as we could at the time. And we went, then we found cash and we came back and by then it was 3.30 and the line was gone. So I'm guessing they just moved them through so quick. Yeah, it was just not even looking up, sign, 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 sign. So we get there and we pay, you know, we pay for the thing. I take out the the DVD and I asked the woman, is he signing memorabilia or is he just signing the photos? Because they had different photos. Yeah. Like they had, I think, one from Dune. Uh, a bunch from Star Trek, obviously. One from American Dad. Oh, complete sidebar for a second. My dad was watching Conspiracy Theory yeah. with um, Mel Gibson and Julia Julia Roberts. Yeah. I forgot he was the bad guy in that. Oh, <laughs> huh. I walked by the TV and I see him in a car and I'm like, what? He's like, yeah, he's the bad guy. I was like, holy crap, I completely forgot. Because, oh. I mean, it was early in his career and everyone yeah. knew Mel Gibson and Julia Roberts. Yeah. It was a big deal. Yeah. yeah, I was like, wow. I'm going to have to go back and yeah so anyway so anyway so we get in, and the woman's like yeah he'll sign anything you know and i was like all right great so the cash is there yeah so <laughs> i take you know I, I get the dvd and my uncles wanted it signed in one specific spot and um so i i take the the cover out you know the of the okay, dvd yeah. but you know between the plastic for him to sign that right because my uncle wanted it put back in to protect the signature right yeah it makes sense yeah yeah I mean, so most people do that yeah. yeah so i take it out and there's one person in front of us he gets his sign he's talking to him for a minute and then me and my sister walk up and we're like you know we're huge fans this is an absolute honor like we really appreciate he's this ass. Yeah. yeah and we tell him like we're getting this dvd signed for my uncle craig could you sign it to our uncle craig and we explained to him why we want it signed for him and he saw first of all he signed it uncle craig to uh, uncle craig and i was like oh i was like yes um but number two he talked to us for like five minutes nice which you know I, from what dave had said you know it was like head down just signing thanks yeah. thanks thanks yeah. the fact that he talked to us for five minutes i can die a happy woman now yeah i, had, I mean, you had your moment your start yeah. moment and, yeah. and which again you and i've experienced that like that moment where it's just like Wow! All yeah. right, you have that that little moment. It's mm-hmm. like some people when I talk about conventions, like I, I, like some people don't get the concept of going to see famous people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, especially Chrissy's mom. Chrissy's from um, oh yeah, from, it's, yeah. When, when I was at heart, mm-hmm. she just couldn't get it, and I was just like, you know what? Some people, you know, they had such an impact on your life. You at least want to say mm-hmm. thank you. Right. Yes, exactly. You know, and so we were talking to him specifically about that episode, Chain of Command. And for lights. Um, So we were talking to him about it, and he went back to when he was in the Royal Shakespeare Company. And he said, You know, when I was young, I had a goal to get into the Royal Shakespeare Company by, I think it was 64, I want to say. I I forget the exact year, but it was whatever year he got in. Like that was his goal to get in. And um, the guy who played. Yes, thank you. Um, He had joined the Royal Shakespeare Company the year before. Uh-huh. And so for Patrick Stewart, Sir Patrick, um, he, <laughs> which that's a whole nother thing. But anyway, he, um, you know, he was talking about how he had wanted to work with him. Right. And, you know, he was, he was really excited to get the chance to work with him. And he was like, you know, the fact that we were able to get together again in Star Trek was like, it was he's like it was a big deal for me because this guy was somebody i looked up to right i i heard a version of that story too where he talked about it on the on the dvd of the mm-hmm. show 
it was at the time David Warner was the big man on campus. It yeah, was his show. He was, yeah, and I he, think he was like King Lear. Right. And yeah. so here the roles reverse where he's cap, you know, like it's Picard show mm-hmm. and he gets his friend. It was like kind of like a, hey, like you were big and you helped me out. And even though I don't, you don't need the help, but this is where I got and I want to be able to kind of, you know, it's one of those things like now who's boss? Right. Kind of yeah. chuck, chuckle, like kind of thing. <laughs> Except, so- you know. I'm, so I'm I'm double checking the years now. Well, it doesn't um, but, matter. Doesn't matter. Yeah. So he uh, 66. That's when he started, and All David right. Warner started 62. Um, but anyway, so that was huge deal for him, and he was just kind of going on about you know how it was to work with David Warner again on Star Trek, and how you know he really enjoyed making that episode. And I was like, yeah, it's you know it's one of my uncle's favorites because obviously he wants you to sign it. <laughs> Oh. Can um, you give us this just four lights? Come on, come on, come on, come on. SPS. Say this is Geeksters. There are four lights. Come on, SPS. Give us a there are four lights. <laughs> Sir Patrick Stewart. Just yeah, in case. yeah, yeah. No, yeah. All right. Yeah, I got it. And, but then I started panic. Like when I went to get the photo earlier in the day, and then again when I got the autograph, I had this like panic moment. Like, what's the etiquette for somebody who's been that? Do you call him Sir Patrick? Do you call him Mr. Stewart? Like, what do you call them? So I, I stuck with Dickhead. Sir Patrick. Nah. <laughs> I stuck with Sir Patrick. I mean, if you want to be technical, you should have curtsied. True. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think that's the the rule. Maybe, probably. I don't know. I don't know. Sub Sir Patrick Stewart. So, yeah. So it was... I am Sir Captain Jean-Luc Picard. <laughs> that just made my day I right there. I am Sir Professor X. <laughs> <laughs> so then after that, we went over to... Um, uh, we went over to the dealer's hall and to the uh, there was the comic book alley. So we go over to the com- we went to the dealer's hall for a little bit. Go over to comic book alley, and there was an artist there named Kelly Yates, who does a lot of Doctor Who stuff. Um, he actually has an omnibus of uh, Doctor Who, like the Tenant Years. And, All right. Um, so we ended up buying a couple prints. I got a Jack Harkness uh, print, and my sister got David Tennant, and we got him to sign it for us and uh he took a picture with us and dude was really nice um so and then you know my brother-in-law he was dressed as um two gun kid he went over to the there was a guy from marvel who does all the research for all the characters okay and he he's you know he's a cartoonist obviously so he um offered he was busy that day he's like but if you come back like sunday or monday dressed as two gun kid he's like i'll or um no, Blue Beetle, sorry. Because um, my brother-in-law also went as Blue Beetle. He's like, if you come in your Blue Beetle costume on Monday or two, uh, Sunday or Monday, he's like, I'll draw you as Blue Beetle. And we got back, and he, when we went back, my brother-in-law didn't get dressed up again because he ended up breaking his toe over the weekend. Uh, hold on for a second. Time flies on Isn't Blue Beetle a DC guy? That's what I thought. That's weird. Let me find out. Uh, yeah, because Blue... Because you know, I didn't question well, it. It was Blue I'll Beetle look. and Booster okay. Gold. Yeah, let him look okay. while you talk. So, yeah, so my brother-in-law ended up breaking his toe, and he couldn't wear the Blue Beetle costume um, again, so he went over, and the guy had already left. Uh, so, it so might... Fuck that guy on Blue Beetle. He didn't know it was DC. I'm a Marvel uh, dick. Well, Welcome to Dragon Con, bitch. <laughs> what? Well, actually, he felt really bad, because he's like, you know, he told him he was going to be coming back, but... He broke his toe in the Blue Beetle costume. So (laughs) basically what happened. Sorry, it's not funny, but it's so the Blue Beetle costume had no shoes on it. And 
my brother-in-law didn't have time to figure out like you know getting some kind of shoes into it so he was basically walking around dragon con barefoot okay so um the problem is is a guy with steel toe combat boots stepped on his toe and broke yeah that'll that'll do it to you yeah and did you find uh it's dc it is yeah okay i'm trying to see if there's a marvel version of marvel blue beetle yeah i'm looking up that now maybe but uh, all right yeah so um so that yeah that was my brother-in-law's first cosplay and then two gun kid was the second one so and then um i don't think he cosplayed after sun after sun i think sunday monday he was in cities so um so that's what we did saturday that was like the highlight uh, of our day you're looking at blue marvel versus blue beetle right actually i'm but, looking over your shoulder there's a marvel character mm-hmm. there it's called blue marvel blue marvel mm-hmm. and then there's a dc character blue beetle, beetle right yeah so yeah. They look nothing alike. No. That's, yeah. But isn't that Dr. Fate up top? That's Dr. Fate. Yeah. yeah. All right. So um, Sunday was mostly dealer's hall. Uh, we spent a lot of time walking around there. Um, I picked up. There's a company called uh, Black Venus Alchemy Lab. And they do perfume oils. And a lot of their stuff, they license character or they, they get like a, get a, okay. a license. Yeah. Right. From, you know, like one of the ones they have is Labyrinth. They have a lot of Jim Henson perfumes, actually. They have Fraggle Rock. And they actually. It they smells sm- like dirt. <laughs> they actually it smells s- like a Muppet. They smell really good. It smells like wet felt. <laughs> I ended up buying. Um, I ended up buying a Labyrinth themed uh, perfume yeah, called Jareth. Yeah, I saw. The, yeah. Uh, you know, for the for the uh, pedophile and yeah. uh, <laughs> it, it smells very good. It's a very um sort of earthy, woodsy type scent. It's good. I like it. Um, sure. Um, okay. We picked up a gift for my mom. We got her a. There was a a booth there called O Christmas Geek, and it was all ornaments. And I picked up a Downton Abbey uh, car for my mom because my mom loves Downton so Abbey. Funny. She picks something nice for her, you know for Christmas. My brother in law picks up the Santa reindeer santa snowman and elf it's a human centipede version of uh for christmas <laughs> <laughs> it's santa claus and then a snowman <laughs> behind santa and then the elf so to the snowman <laughs> wow i'm like oh, it must be christmas time when these santa's santa caterpillar comes out <laughs> we had gone to the dealer's hall prior to that because we picked up our patches um but this was like the big day that we were going right it was shopping day. yeah um and sunday's then, usually a good day because yeah because you can you do the old oh, i got this much money sunday and monday yeah because Mo- monday we went back my brother-in-law told me the following day about a um there was a booth there that had books that were all half off and yeah, apparently just, he had seen a couple doctor who omnibus uh comics that were half off and they would have been like 10 bucks would, it, would more than one omnibus be omnibuy on the buses. Debbie Craig, yes. Am I right? That's the plural. Really? Yes. Look at me. Woo. I really have no idea. You could have Googled that up while she's talking. <laughs> so they um so that's what they uh you know, he he was like, Yeah, there was like four over there. I get back right. over there, he's like, Yeah, <laughs> no, they were yeah, gone. Yeah. And I'm like, You could have told me about that yesterday. Or you could have bought them and yeah. gave them to me and I would have given you the money for it. Yeah. Um I did pick up a couple little gifts for for people. For my sister, she loves pandas. There was a an artist there, I think it was Red Rocket Farms, um, <laughs> has had a little Rocket, robot panda painting and i thought it was so i I picked that up for my sister i got my brother-in-law a two-gun kid comic book okay it was a one or two they only had 
number one, so I picked that up for him. I figure if, if he likes it, great, he can buy number two. Right. Um, and then uh, I picked up a, a couple other gifts for uh, one of my friends, and I picked up for me, I got a, um, a sets of contact lenses. Hold on. Uh, Ed, Ed's oh, got God. a big grin on his face. He's proud of himself. Ed, you're incorrect. I, I wasn't sure. About you. Okay, what, is, what is it? It's on the buses. On the buses? Uh, yeah, exactly, really? There's a dead check a few sites to make sure. Wow. That's strange because octopus is octopi. So you would think like, well, I guess. And box this is why the English in. language is so fucked up to yeah, learn. Ox, oxen. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. All right. Makes sense. All right. So, so Sunday was Sunday and Monday were shopping. Yes. Days. So Sunday, Monday were shopping days. Um, I I got my contact lenses for a couple cosplays that I'm I'm going to be doing in October, and then um, are they done yet? So you're not panicking. <laughs> These ones actually are done, <laughs> and I'm expecting it to be cooler. So I'm care. not going to be I'm not going to be wearing velvet in 90 degrees how, and 100 percent humidity. How did those contacts though work for you? They like, actually worked fine. Okay. I had no problems with them at all. Okay. Um, Where, where'd you get them at? I picked them up from a site called Pinky Paradise. Um, and the reason I use <laughs> the reason I use those was because um, I was actually sort of uh, Facebook stalking some of the cosplayers who I really like, like Yaya Han and Ivy Doom sure. Kitty, specifically the ones who do wear fake contacts. Speaking of, she was there at Dragon Con. She was. She wasn't. I walked past her table a few times. She wasn't there. Yeah. I was. Re- I was a little disappointed, but actually, she posted about that too. Um, yeah, whatever. Yeah. So, and she basically apologized to everybody who wasn't able to see her. Right. Um, cause there, apparently she was getting a lot of nasty mail about like, you weren't there and blah, blah, blah. Uh, so yeah, I wasn't, I was disappointed, but I wasn't like, you know, oh my God, I'm going to die. Right. Um, so she had posted, um, one of her cosplays where she got her contacts from and I went to the site and they had exactly what I needed. So I ordered them. And they arrived pretty quickly. I had them shipped to my sister's place because I wasn't sure if they were going to be there in time. Mm-hmm. I had the biggest problem I had was learning to actually put them in. That was the hardest part. Never, never been in contact with. No, because I, oh. I've, I mean, I wore glasses at one point, but I, I found out later I didn't actually need them. Okay. Um, so everything you knew through those glasses was a lie. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was because I was having a hard time reading, and I found out it wasn't from me being farsighted it was that i had i have something called a convergence disorder where my eyes don't come together correctly so i have i have a hard time reading sometimes all right but anyway so i you know my sister taught me how to put the contacts in and um i did i left them in for like three hours just to try them out and the only problem i ever had was like if my eye got a little like if I got an itch on my eye. Oh yeah, you're supposed to dab, not. Yeah, that, I I realized that like after I shifted it over here somewhere, and I'm like, that's not where it goes. Um, I did see one thing I did notice, and I don't know if you've ever noticed this when you wear your contacts, maybe because they're color contacts, but um, I was able to sort of see a ring. Yes. Around the the. Well, I, I don't you know where I don't, my my pupil is. It's just because of color contacts. You see that ring because of, yeah. the, of the light illumination of the color yeah. hitting it, and you see a ring around your eye. Check out the big brain on Ed. That's right. Well, look at you. <laughs> I'm impressed. <laughs> so yeah. I want I wanted to wear color contacts, but not a color. I wanted to wear white. So it was just the, the just, oh yeah, the just all white and a pupil. That was yeah. awesome. Uh, Actually, I picked up ones like that that have just like little specks of blood on them because um, I'm going to wear them for the zombie prom. And uh, and they had 
uh, Passionale was there. Uh, the the store down on South Street. Oh, okay. Callie Morgan, the woman who who runs Passionale, she, they they were a vendor there, and I saw. I was like, Philly, this is awesome. So yeah, we talked. He's like, Hey, fuck you. <laughs> hey, like, fuck oh, you too. Hey, fuck you too. <laughs> Go uh, flyers. Actually, there were a fair amount of Philly people down there. Well, and I mean, we is, we seem to keep finding each other. It was kind of nice. It, it's smart business because it, it is. is the second biggest, you know, mm-hmm. con. 70,000 people. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah. So, I mean, other than that, had a great time. Uh, picked up, like I said, picked up the gun for Maria Hill. And when I was coming home, I packed it, obviously, my check luggage, because I also had the guns that I had made for the headhunter. Right. Packed them in my luggage. I get home and um, I notice that the zipper is moved. I'm like, the fuck? So I unzip my luggage. Everything's moved around because I, I had bought so much stuff. Right. Um, and I'd been given gifts too. My nephew got me a Hello Kitty lunchbox um, as a gift. <laughs> this lunchbox is a lie! <laughs> Actually, it came in really handy. The ornament that I bought for my mom was glass, so I put it in the lunchbox. <laughs> so... Um, but everything was moved around because I had to pack it very carefully to get everything back in. Right. And uh, so I'm looking and I'm, I'm digging through and there's a note on top saying that it was inspected by the TSA. And they're like, you know, this is who you call if you have any issues, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, it's because of the gun. There's no way around it because the gun looks real. Well, it's not 100%. I mean, that's that's pretty accurate, you could say, because it's generally like they'll still stay scan every package yeah. or every luggage that goes through but i've known people who have been randomly mm-hmm. selected there's nothing and that's what they said they said it was randomly select i'm like bullshit randomly selected. Happened to sip he, he had when we went down to disney and he opened it up and he came to me he's like look there's a hey. note saying that you were selected yeah blah blah, blah yeah. to be to look for yeah. he goes so they looked at my underwear that's what, and that's what I said. I was like, "Congratulations, you just groped through my dirty underwear and my sweaty Maria Hill costume." Here's a little travel tip: if you're going to do some shopping like that, mm-hmm. FedEx all that stuff to your home. Actually, uh, I am having some stuff FedEx to my house yeah. because not everything was able to fit into my luggage. Right. I mean, I get saying like, if you're going to go on a trip and you're yeah, buying well, stuff. I was, and that's the thing. I wasn't planning on buying that gun. It just you know, it was, it was halfway thing, decent. Right. Yeah, it was a halfway decent deal. Made my costume look better, so I was like, "Fuck it, I'll just get it." Um, but look at me with travel tip for the day. There you go. I like, did end up having to get some stuff FedEx home. Um, I'm my sister's going to be shipping it out for me. The print that I bought from Kelly Yates that's getting shipped home because there was no way I was going to be able to get that into my luggage without it getting messed up. Yeah. And then um, I bought a couple books while I was down there, so, and you know some other stuff that my sister is giving to me to hold on to while she's deployed. Like, all that stuff is getting sent home. The reason why, because I, I went through years and years and years ago. I mean, if you were noticing earlier when Eric was talking about Vampire the Masquerade stuff, I was playing Baja's Bella Lugosi's Dead. Yeah. Just, you know, for people playing this home game. Mm-hmm. Um, back in the early 90s, I went to California to go see, you know, for my cousin's wedding. And we went into this shop, and they had one of those big, like, um, now it... Like a subway poster. Okay. Of, oh yeah. Of the cover of Bella Lugosi's Dead, which is Bella Lugosi, Bella Lugosi in a big bat poster, and it was you know I bought it because it was cheap. It was nice, but I had no way. I actually wound up having to carry that with me on the plane. Mm. I mean, it was early '90s, so no one gave a shit. Right. Yeah. But I mean, there I am because you could take as much stuff carry on as you could. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I wound up walking around 
with this poster, not even in a tube, just a rubber band. Yeah. Walking around the whole time. Yeah. You know, to wait for the plane, hop on the plane, mm-hmm. six hour flight home, sitting it next to me or in between my legs while I'm trying to shuffle through things, fitting in the car. So it was like by the time I got home, it was kind of wrinkly and all. Yeah. And, you know, I'm, I'm a sweater. So it was kind of like, oh, you know, paper gets kind of wrinkly yeah. when, it, when it's water. So I was just like, oh, but it looked good on my wall, though. Nice. It was fucking huge. <laughs> and see, and that's what I was worried about was, um, you know, getting specifically that print. Right. You know, getting that home. Um, and then, uh, but there were a couple things like my uncle's DVD that stayed in my purse. Um, I had also bought a stop uh, pocket watch and a monocle that I thought would be good for like, you know. The one? Huh? But I thought it'd be good for a cosplay later on down the line. So, and they again, they were. I'm sorry, hold on a second. She bought a monocle. I think of Heather's. <laughs> in the, I, I in, haven't seen it in, in a the while. movie. Heather's, um, what's her face, Winona Ryder's character, <laughs> writes in a journal. But when she writes in the journal, she puts a monocle in her, you know, puts a monocle in. Oh yeah. And there's no rhyme or reason for why she does that. There's no backstory to it yeah it's just something that she does huh. which i mean it, and it was right around the time with the whole beetlejuice thing yeah. too both movies so i'm thinking it was like a like that helped her get the job as beetlejuice or mm-hmm. it was a residue effect of the beetlejuice going yeah. well people like that movie because i'm quirky and gothy so i know goth people have a monocle like, well, <laughs> and the funny thing is so i i bought this monocle but then um i didn't i didn't take a really close look at it and it was actually a magnifying monocle. So oh, I can't okay. put it up to my eye like it's like a, a magnifying <laughs> lens. But I, th- I still thought it was cute. It'd be good for effects. So what you can do is for like you can do yourself um, like the old if you do a steampunk cosplay. Mm hmm. See if you can get the glasses with the hinges so that it can come down over your eye like you're a professional. Yeah, I've I've seen a, a few of those. Ah! I was thinking about getting those because they had those for sale, too. So, um, but I ended up, I, I put them in my luggage. They're gone. Oh. And I called both hotels. And th- the reason they remembered me is because they saw me dressed as Maria Hill. And I talked to people about the costumes and like what we were doing, especially the one day I came back. They didn't see me walk out, but they see me walk back and I'm covered in blood. And they're like, <laughs> ah, drunk, Connor. <laughs> basically, basically, but like, I, I scared a pharmacy tech at Target. <laughs> After the con, we're driving home and I had to stop at Target. I forget what I was stopping for, but I stopped at Target for something. And I walk up to the pharmacy to ask where the travel aisle is. And the girl's like, oh my God, are you okay? And I was like, it's, it's, it's fake, honey. It's, it's mint flavored. <laughs> I ended up. Oh, and that was the other thing. I took. Yeah, a I, I need a big band aid. <laughs> Actually, I joked about that. I was like, I, I got a paper cut. Yeah. <laughs> got a band aid. That time in a month, you know how it is, ladies. <laughs> the pharmacist was cracking up, laughing. She's like, "Honey, it's so obviously fake." Um, but I ended up taking a selfie with the pharmacy tech. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so she thought it was the greatest thing ever. Um, but so anyway, um, yeah. So they remembered. They remembered us from, right. you know, from the, you know, we were there for like four days and then we were there overnight the one day. And, um, so I called the hotels, they tossed the room, they haven't seen it. Um, I suspect either it got, it's gone. It's yeah, it's gone. Like it, maybe the TSA forgot to put it back in my luggage. I don't know. The other issue I had, liked it. It went, oh, oh yeah. fine. I'm, I mean, I'm hoping that, you know, there's not some dickhead TSA agent out there. 
walking around with no, my pocket watch and his finger. monocle in his eye. But um, the other issue I had too was he's gonna be the penguin for Halloween. Yeah. Dude, where'd you get that cool monocle? Just found it. In a <laughs> Just turned up one day in somebody's underwear. So the other issue that I had was Sunday, uh, we decided to go over to the the comic alley again, uh. and my uh, badge disappeared off my bag. Really? So, yeah, I I kind of have a feeling that somebody <clears throat> may have taken it off um, because I had it looped around, like I had a lanyard for it. So I looped it and I clipped it. And, you know, there's people banging into you yeah. the whole time. So, and I know I had it that morning. So, <clears throat> you know, somewhere between the hotel and Dragon Con, I'm kind of... got pinched. I'm thinking somebody pinched it. Wow. So She got nicked. Wow. Yeah, I was very so, upset. Someone nicked her pass. We we managed to find a way around it for the rest, and we weren't staying that long. It was Monday; it was the last day. Right. I walked over to um the red, you know, where we registered, and just this is my my biggest complaint, other than the lines about Dragon Con. The lost and found is two hotels away from the registration. I'm like, why wouldn't you put the lost and found next to registration? It's it's like Princess Bride, you know things go wrong you go back to the beginning right put the fucking lost and found right next to the registrations yeah. you know and it was two hotels away i was like i don't really feel like walking all the freak yeah. the way over there when it may or may not be there you know it's, wow, it's yeah. kind of pointless so anybody from dragon con listening put the fucking lost and found next to registration that's all i'm asking <laughs> <laughs> so i get you can't do anything about the lines you can do something about lost and found um but they have now I, I got a, a message on the app and that's the great thing about the app is it keeps updating. So like now you can book rooms for the, for the Hilton for next year now. Yeah. Right. But those rooms go like really quickly. Yeah. So, and they're also very expensive. <laughs> so yeah, I think uh, my one friend was saying they're like two fifty a night. So yeah. Wow. But if you're splitting it with people, like I have one friend who goes every two years and he stays downtown, but he doesn't stay in one of the host hotels. But what he does is he gets like four, five, six people together to share a room, you know, and they'll sleep, you know, it, it might have like, um, I think he got a suite. So it had like two beds in there, you know, so two people were sharing each bed, you know, they've known each other, so they don't give a shit. Right. One person had the couch. I think one person had the floor and the, the suite that they got actually had like laundry facilities and actual oven, like a full-size fridge like it was basically like a little tiny apartment oh, okay and it was you know between four and six people splitting it so it ended up being i think he said it ended up being about a hundred dollars per person per night that's not bad and yeah. it was downtown it was right next to a marta station which is their <coughs> their version of septa okay so you know they could just hang you know hop on the bus down so you know if if you are <coughs> considering going to dragon con number one obviously pack your patience um for me the one thing i found that really helped because i i get overwhelmed sometimes in big crowds one thing i found that helped was booze huh booze besides that um wandering down hallways in the hotels because the whole you know it's hot everybody's crowded but if you walk far enough in the hotel you will find little like crevices that you can hide in and you can plug your phone in too because your phone's gonna go dead right you know and you're not gonna have very good reception um (laughs) bunch of huddled nerds and corners going eh, actually i was able to find corners where nobody was wow so and that was great and it's great like if you're with a group you can lay down and take a nap in the hotel the hotel secu- well 
there was one hotel that the security was a little bit of you know they were a little dickish um uh, yeah but the other hotels were pretty pretty lax like i laid down took a nap in the hotel and the manager was walking by me like didn't say anything and i guess it's just because they're they're used, used to, to it. it right um number three you know if you are staying in a hotel bring food like buy buy food to keep in the room and you know carry like little energy bars and stuff with you because you're gonna get hungry and everything is fucking overpriced and there's lines out the fucking door like i mean i went for sushi and i waited in line like 15 minutes before i even got to you know <laughs> <It> went <laughs> <order>. bad <laughs> yeah so you know um started smelling like fish and number three you know or four whatever the hell we're up to don't do what I do. Check the fucking weather, you know, and chances are it's going to be hot. So, you know, I was talking to one of my friends and he was saying that um, he has a friend who does Dragon Con every year. He always does like hardcore cosplays. He one year he went as Chewbacca. And what he wow. did was every night, he, regardless of how hot it was, he would put on like a some kind of suit to get used to being hot. Yeah. To build up his tolerance. So, yeah. I mean, I put the kibosh on Corolla because I couldn't handle the wig in the heat. Right. And I put the, and I ended up putting the kibosh on She-Hulk because I bought the body paint and I was like, I'm going to be leaving pools of green everywhere I go. When you said She-Hulk, I'm like, I can't see you doing that at all because of the sweat. It, yeah, it yeah. All. I mean, and the the good thing is, is now I have the costume. Like, I bought green leggings to wear under the dress. It's a purple dress. Bought green leggings so I wouldn't have to paint my legs. Mm. Um, I would just have to paint my arms and my face. And, you know, for, like, say, Dracula's Ball or, you know, I'm, I'm for Halloween this year, I can do that. It's not going to be crazy hot. Yeah. So, you know, now I have that option. Right. Um. Or even for like Wizard World, you know, Wizard World is indoors, you know, and I, the only time I'm really going to be outside is walking from my house to the train. Other than that, I'm going to be indoors the whole time. So, you know, it's, it's plan your costume carefully, do better than I did. And, you know, plan out, like if you are making a a cosplay, figure out what you need. Um, One of the, oh, that was one of the other panels I went to was cosplay one-on-one. And basically they said is figure out what you can't do. Spend your money there. If you need a cosplay that requires like intricate prosthetics and you have no experience in doing prosthetics, that's where your money's going to go. Right. So and then, you know, network with people, you know, like maybe, you know, if I'm if I'm working on something and Ed knows how to do metal work and I need metal work, you know, I can either pay him or barter with him something or, right. you know, he'll help, you know, maybe he'll help me out. Yeah, because it is a community, so they want to help each other It out. is. Right. I, yeah. I would, I mean, not being a cosplayer, but I would, my suggestions would be on a on a more simple, mad, simple, simple Simplistic. Approach. Simplistic, thank you. Yeah. Know where you're going. Yeah. And Definitely. Know, know the kind of atmosphere you're going to be in, whether or not it be a hot day, a cold day. I mean, uh, you know, you can't you can't predict the weather perfectly, mm-hmm. but if you're going to Atlanta in summertime, chances are it's going to be hot. Right. You know, there's a better than even chance it's going to be hot. So make your cosplay accordingly so that way you're not wearing an over like an overbearing wig mm-hmm. or you're wearing a tons of layers. Or if you are, you're prepared for it. Right. Like make sure you're prepared. And the other thing I figured out, pockets are awesome. <laughs> 
<laughs> Make sure everything like, you have is a pocket. Just hide pockets in your cosplays wherever you can. <laughs> they co- because if you're in cosplay, you know, not every costume it allows for you know you to carry a purse like right. Corella Deville does. But Maria Hill, not so much, right. you know. And I had actually gone to Walmart and bought a a small clutch purse that I could just string across me, and but it wasn't interfering too much with the costume. Mm. Um, but still, it would have been great not to have to carry that. So, you know, either that or if you can have a handler. A lot of co- a lot of professional cosplayers have handlers right. to carry their shit for them. Basically, a gopher. Yeah. yeah. You know, so, you know, someone, someone who's your bitch, do you can go here? Hold this. Yes. I mean, I I saw one girl who was cosplaying as Ariel, um, as a human, um, you know, in in that you know oh. that blue outfit, and she looked phenomenal. Hey, did you see that that chick, uh, uh, Alyssa? I did not. Yeah, I so kept big. an eye out for her, but I didn't. Hmm. I didn't see her, and I because I was looking on Facebook to see. Yeah, she. she, I, didn't she see her. I think it was either Sunday or Monday. She was the. Uh, Wampa. Yeah. 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 I saw. But yeah, I I didn't see her at all. I was really disappointed. (laughs) But um, the the girl who was behind, she was actually behind me in line getting sushi, which I had to giggle at the idea of Ariel eating sushi. But I would have stopped her and went, oh, wait, as you get it, just put it in your mouth. Let me take a picture. (laughs) Well, actually, so what happened was um, one of her one of her friends who was a photographer working the event stopped her and said, hey, can I get a picture? So somebody held her line. Or held her spot in line so she could go get this photo done, and which was really nice of them. And that's that's one of the things I've noticed. People are really pretty pretty nice. I didn't have any issues. I didn't see any issues. I'm sure there were. Well, I, I think again, I think it's because you're. It's all the atmosphere. There. You're all there for the same reason. You're all there to have a good time. Yeah. I think when it when it becomes a problem is when that person isn't in, like, um. I noticed with the Philadelphia Con, it's mm-hmm. usually depending on the crowd of people mm-hmm. who they're there to see. Yeah, depends on the kind of attitude you get. Like I noticed a lot of the guys who were there to see wrestlers mm-hmm. were dicks. Yeah, because they couldn't understand why that person was dressed that way, mm-hmm. or they see a chick and they they automatically think, "Oh, I'm going to be able to hook up with her because she's wearing half she's yeah. half dressed." Where most people in the in the Cosplay like, or, or in dude, the that's awesome. Yeah, it's great. It's awesome. Like, yeah. and if you're gonna stand in line and someone needs to do something, hold their place because yeah. you know what? You're waiting just as long as they are. Exactly. You don't want to be real... that dick. To yeah. Go, no, you get out of line. You lose your spot. Yeah. yeah. And the the guy behind her, you know, and he even held her. You know, like there was no food in it yet, but he held her right. um styrofoam tray for. Her. Yeah. So it was really nice. And then, so what happened when she gets back in line, she's getting food. Another photographer comes up and says, hey, you look so uh, great. Can I take you? Yeah, she's, once you get, And once he you didn't take... have, yeah, and he, she didn't have her handler with her. Right. With her. And so she was like, look, you know, honestly, I prefer not to right now because I really just want to eat lunch. I'm really, really hungry. Yeah, if I let you take a picture, everyone's yeah. going to want to take a picture. I mean, it, I think she was the only one I saw who said no. Right. I mean, actually, there was one woman who she had her two sons dressed up as a Jedi and a Sith and they had masks on. And she was like, you can take pictures so long as they keep their masks. Right. Because parents don't want that. And I was like, dude, I totally get that. That's awesome. You know, so um, I 
the kid, as I was taking the picture, pulled his mask back up. And then she was like, no, put it down. He put it down. I got the picture and went over and I said, just so you know, like, I got this picture, but I'm deleting it. I want you to make sure you see that I'm deleting it. Hmm. So, and she was like, yeah, no, I I appreciate it. So, Hmm. um. Um, My thing is like, I know it's appreciative and it's nice. I'm going. You're not fucking famous enough. Why do I want to take your kid? <laughs> I just thought it was cute because they were in a double stroller. Oh, yeah, no, no. Yeah, I mean, like, that it was part, adorable. The whole, because yeah. my sister's real iffy about, you know, because she posts pictures of, of Logan and Lucas on there, on her Facebook page. But it's, you know, it's not, what do you call it? Um, how can I put it? It's not. It has, like, security settings on yeah, it. Yeah, security settings on it. And I'm just going, you're not rich. You're not famous. No one cares about your kids. <laughs> They're not up for you. They're you're you you're married with a loving husband who's not gonna divorce and try to see your kids. Yeah, you're you're okay. Yeah. Like if you were Angelina Jolie, I could understand. Yeah, that. I mean, <laughs> you know, when you're surrounded by seventy thousand strangers, away she, why your way she got married? You know that I did. Yeah, I yeah. saw that. Cried my little eyes out. Oh, did you see pictures of her dress? I did. I thought that was pretty cute. Yeah, that was cute. I did actually, you see it? nah, I see the pictures. I've seen a lot of people like criticizing her for that. I'm like, shut the fuck up! It ain't your why? wedding. Because they were like, why would you let kids draw on your dress? But I'm like, who the fuck cares? Okay, first of all, number they... one, she has more money than God. Yeah. So number two, she she didn't have her kids draw on. What they did was that the designer took the drawings oh, and sewed it, it into okay. the pattern. But the, yeah. still, either way, I mean, I'm which, like. Like, okay, you have a kid. He yeah. draws like a little thing. He goes, oh, look, mommy. Yeah, he has it printed on the fabric it, yeah. and put on And then what they did was uh, her veil had mm-hmm. those drawings in there. So they haphazard. It was very, I thought it was sweet. Right. I like, thought it was really sweet. And th- and that's why I was kind of like, everybody <laughs> who's complaining about it, I'm like, it's not your wedding. Yeah, it's not your wedding dress. Fuck you. If you don't want kids drawing on your wedding dress. Yeah. Then don't have kids like, draw on your first, wedding dress. At first, I so thought they, she just had her kids draw, but then yeah. when I read the article, she actually, the designer, took the oh, okay. pictures and used fabric yeah. and sewed it. That's why the veil looks good. I thought that was a great idea. Because nice. she and loves her kids, you know? A, I mean, that's beautiful. And she's always been maintaining the whole, like, you know, we're a family. The, yeah. Brad and her have been together for quite a number of years before mm-hmm. they got married, so yeah. why not make it a family thing? It's not about them yeah right. you know which i thought was nice yeah. yeah no i thought that was beautiful so but yeah overall really great experience you know the only downsides like i said it was hot it was humid um shit ton of people which is not good for somebody who doesn't do well in large groups so just zen you know but being there with other people definitely helped you know yeah sure um, you don't want to go up never want to go out there alone no, no not to dragon con no i mean wizard world i would go to alone yeah. Monster Mania, I would go to alone. Dragon Con, I'd never want to go to that alone. Because, um, oh, and one other thing is cell reception is really, sh- like, spotty down there. You can say it's shitty. We're an adult. No, I, I was going to say shady. <laughs> I was going to say shady, and that wasn't the right word. Um, it's very spotty down there. You know, you will have to, Facebook implodes on itself. Twitter implodes on itself. You know, you're lucky if you're getting text yeah, messages out. everyone's probably using, like, if anybody who's using Wi-Fi, mm-hmm. it's seeping off the convention center's yeah. Wi-Fi. So it's just going to, yeah. 70,000 people have all to go well, and switch the Wi-Fi. Plus all the vendors using their yeah. Yeah. machines yeah. doing that. Plus, some buildings just don't have good reception, period. Yeah. Like, every time I went into the Marriott, gone. Yeah. The, the I think it was the Sheraton was a little iffy. Um, so, you know, Figure out if you're if you are going with a group and you're all going off in the different directions, 
if you want to make sure you get back to each other, you need to make that plan before you wander off. Yeah. So, you know, have, you know, a meeting point or, you know, something like that. Know where you're, know where everybody's going to be, which again, the app helps with that. Right. Um, but know where, know where you're going to be, know where everybody else is going to be and know where, what time and, and where to meet if you're, yeah. you know, if you have other plans. So, um, and then if it's a popular panel, make sure you get there. I, I would say at least an hour early. There were a lot of panels we ended up getting turned away from because we just didn't get there in time. And part of it had to do with the fact we were coming from clear across right. the other side. So build in time to walk too. you know, it may only be two blocks, but chances are it's going to take you a good 15 minutes, right, bare because minimum, because crowds. you're fighting right. crowds. All right. Well, glad you're back. Thank yes. you. Yeah. I missed you guys. All right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you have anything to add, Ed? No, no. I was just gonna, you know, talk about when I went, when I had a costume, but it's not significant. Oh, tell us. It Come was on. it was like because you were talking about like areas and stuff. I had I went down to Disney on Halloween, mm-hmm. and we, you know, you if you get dressed up, you can actually trick or treat. So what I went down with Seal's family, and we all dressed up. We decided, you know, it'd be fun. So I wanted this Popeye the Sailor Man, and I had this the shirt, and I had the arms, mm-hmm. and you, I had batting around the arms to keep the to get that puffy yeah arm right. look. And I lasted ten minutes, like uh, because it's like Florida on Halloween. Yeah, up here it's cold. You know, right. you're wearing a jacket under your costume. Sometimes and it's you're not like cool, Flor- you know, cool yeah. side of Florida. But I was like literally like you could feel you could see the sweat rolling down my face, and, and it's like, are you all right? And I'm like. No, like I gotta take this off now, and like a lot of us were able to take our costumes off. Right, a couple of them, like her her sister, uh, seal sister, and uh, uh, niece were uh, flappers from the twenties. They had the flapper dress. Oh, so they were half naked anyway. Yeah, so I mean, well, they were wearing. Well, I mean, the dress part is it's but, it's airy, know, right? But like uh, her niece was wearing like like stockings, yeah, the leggings type of thing, and it was just like so for her it was. We had to like buy clothes, basically, because uh, we had to go all the way back to the hotel. Yeah, and change. It was just like I remember the only time I remember um, one time I was in Disney World. Um, it was like our first time there, and it got you didn't know how cold it got at night there yeah. sometimes. Yeah, and we were right by the Pirates of the Caribbean, so it was extra chilly. Oh yeah, I actually wanted to get one of those like um, back in the eighties. I guess those big wool ponchos. Yeah, like where were, they were selling there, so I quick bought one, threw it on. And I was like, hey, look at me. I'm all hip. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So I guess uh, we'll call it a night. Right. Sounds good. All right. So uh, don't forget, people, to go to our Facebook page, Geeksters, and like us. Yes. Go to our. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's where you usually that's hand what... it off to you. You usually jump. Or you can go to Twitter and follow us there at, at Geeksters. Or you can go to Instagram and follow us at Geeksters Radio. But you can tune in live every Sunday night from 6 to 9, whatever, <laughs> ish <laughs> Eastern Time on AquanetRadio.com. Tune in, iHeartRadio or iTunes Radio. Just search for Geeksters in those apps. <laughs> but if you want to contact Sean on anything we talked about, or just want to talk to Sean, you can contact him at Sean at WordsWithGeeks.com. Or you can contact Erica at EricaWordswithGeeks.com. Or you can contact Ed at Ed at WordsWithGeeks.com. All right. right. We'll see you next week, folks. Bye. And we're back, everybody. 
Welcome back. We hope you enjoy the soulful stylings of Geeksters. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, back at Ed's house. <laughs> <laughs> We're buttoning up this show. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, seems to be. it seems like she had a nice time. Yeah. I still never understand the whole con- cosplay and then... Spending most of your time in the hotel and making costumes, yeah. Yeah, I just I don't know. But that's, but that's me. I mean, I'm not really cosplay material. I'm a big, right. I'm a big heavy set guy, so closest I can come is Peter Griffin. And there's a guy who does a great Peter Griffin out there, so I, I'd be just ripping him off. You know, <laughs> there's nobody. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't think I could pull off any kind of cosplay. Could I? No, I don't think so. I don't have I don't have any kind of physique. Unless round is a physique. <laughs> but anyway, um, so um, as usual, we do the show live on Sunday nights on Aquanet Radio, iTunes Radio, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio. Just search Aquanet Radio in those apps. And we usually do it between 6 and 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So again, like I said in part two, do the math. You can find out when you can join the, the shenanigans live. Um, but if you can't, well, while you're figuring whether or not you can or you can't, go to our Facebook page, Geeksters, with the exclamation point. Is it with the exclamation point? Yes, it is. All right. Go there, like us, and check out the About column, because click on the little About button to find out where you can download our shows. If our Words with Geek website is not available to you, or iTunes is not available for you. Yeah. It's a free download. Obviously, you know that if you're listening to it now. You didn't pay nothing. Don't cost nothing. And you get some laughs out of it. You get to hear two two boobs on a broad talk shit for like three and a half hours. Sometimes four if you're lucky. Sometimes <laughs> we can stop. Yeah. We can. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. But uh, you can also catch us on uh, Twitter at Geeksters. Or Instagram at, at Geeksters Radio. Oh. oh. But in the meantime... Um, if you want to contact Ed, you can contact him at ed at wordswithgeeks.com. Or you can contact Sean at sean at wordswithgeeks.com. Or you can contact Eric at eric at wordswithgeeks.com. And that's Eric with a K, and I still feel like I'm missing something. <laughs> you got the Facebook. We got the Twitter. We got the Instagram. We got all the shout-outs. Yeah. Word to your mother. Yeah, I guess we'll call it a night, kids. Tune in next week, though. Tune in next week for... Sean's review of Destiny. Oh, yeah. Um, I think I shall be seeing the Equalizer movie. The Denzel Washington. You know, a TV show that you probably watched in the 80s. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) (laughs) Except, except being an old white British dude, it's now a hip middle-aged black man. Wow. Yeah. Wow, they really updated it. That's right. (laughs) Um, Yeah, and I'm sure those other shenanigans will fly around. We'll kind of see what's happening in the week of pop culture and see if anything new causes the internet to f- collapse in on itself. <laughs> we'll be there to report it. Yep. <laughs> so we'll see you next time, folks. That was wonderful. Bravo. I loved that. Oh, it was great. Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good, It could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. It was terrible. Get him away. Hey, boo. Boo.